0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void required prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Sheen. Recorded live. Hello? Hello.
1: Hi, is this Nathan?
0: Hey. Yes, it is.
1: Hi, Nathan. Kevin Davis here. Sorry, I was a couple yeah. minutes late. Uh,
0: no, no Jay- problem you giving
1: given me a call, yeah, call and uh, we spoke a few years ago now for my Behind the song um, devotional article series, uh, and looking forward to getting your take on the story of Even If, and uh, sharing it for our yeah. website. So, if you wouldn't mind telling me a little bit about the songwriting process, and message of that song to you and the band.
0: Yeah. Let's see. In the context of the whole record even if it was written toward the end of the whole writing process um we we typically have a song or two that kind of comes in the 11th hour in our writing simply because we don't do a lot of writing beforehand like we should it's kind of like high mm. school we waited till the last the night before to do our homework kind of thing sure but, <laughs> but yeah even if came about um a friend of ours Tim Timmons who um we've known for a few years now and has become a very close and dear friend of ours, had uh, written a essentially a chorus to a song with uh, Crystal Lewis a few years back, and it was a song that they uh, never finished out. And, uh, and so in the middle of working on our record, uh, Bart happened to go over to his house to hang out for a little bit and was uh, unloading on him about uh, some things he was dealing with. Bart's oldest son, Sam, is a type 1 diabetic, has has been since he was two years old. And um, Bart was kind of unloading on him because they'd had a rough day with checkups and that kind of thing, um, being that Sam's 15 now, you know, having a teenager and not not always wanted to, wanting to take care of himself. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a perfect checkup, but regardless of whether it was good or bad, um, you know, just any time they have to go through that, it's a reminder to him, reminder to all of us that this is something that Sam deals with every day. and so. Bart was kind of unloading this onto Tim Timmons and uh, forgetting that uh, Tim lives with a form of cancer every day and has for years now. And so, you know, Bart forgetting that in the moment and kind of unloading on Tim and Tim's just kind of nodding his head and smiling, you know, and uh, Bart ended up having to leave thinking Tim was just kind of blowing him off. But what ended up happening was Tim was writing down everything that Bart was saying to him in the moment. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, sent send him a text message later saying, hey, you know, I uh, I was actually paying attention to what you were saying, trying to be a good listener, and uh, had said, man, I started writing this song years ago, and, you know, I don't know if this is something you guys want to use or not, but here's the little bit I have, and it was almost word for word with the chorus on Even If Became. Came. Mm-hmm. And so it's one of those moments where, for us, most of the things that we write about are from life experience. And if it's not something that's directly pinned by one of us, it's a song that kind of falls into our lap, kind of like Even If. And so Tim sends along this chorus and then Bart sends it along to the rest of us saying, hey, you know, I think this is kind of what we're missing, a message on this new record. And uh, finished it out. We actually finished out the song fairly quickly, um, recorded most of it in a day and then finished out the lyrics in a day or two as well. And again, you know, like I said, a song about life experiences, it tends to be these songs that are extremely important to us as individuals. Um, you know, seem to be what people relate to the most. I suppose it's not uh, too far fetched to understand that.
1: Not at all. And I think that has been really what the band story has been. you know, right from, um, going back to really your debut full-length album that kind of is what grabbed people was this idea that they can hear themselves uh, in the lyrics. And, you know, also the fact that these are worshipful songs, but they're also kind of story songs. And
0: yeah, that kind of
1: stands yeah. out a little uh, in, in today's music environment. And it stands out like for me. I've done over 800 of, of these uh, behind the song, devotional interviews, I think six songs with you guys over the years. Uh, and I always enjoy featuring your guys' songs because I think they're, they line up really well from both a story, scripture, and life application standpoint, which is my next two questions for you, which is one, yeah. do you have any particular scripture? I mean, I know we can talk about uh, the faith to move a mountain. We can talk about with God all things are possible. I think those are kind of a couple of,
0: of logical ones. Right.
1: That I'm but are there any others you'd want me to connect to this song or this album?
0: You know, honestly, the not one scripture, but the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, has really kind of been the focal point for even if we don't. We don't want people to hear even if and feel like they can kind of sit back and say, "Oh, okay, I get it." You know, God overlooked me; it's okay. You know, because that's not at all the point of the song. The point of the song is to kind of echo. What they said while standing in front of the fire furnace, that we know God can deliver us, but even if he does not, we're still not going to bow. And that's how we're endeavoring to live. It's not a denial of what we're going through. It's not, you know, like I said, an excuse to sit back and say, well, God overlooked me. Oh, well, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's okay, even if. That's not at all what we're saying. We're saying that what, even if uh, God went silent, in our lives for the rest of our life, what He's already accomplished on the cross is still our greatest hope. You know, and so in every instance, no matter what we're going through, what Christ has already accomplished is our hope. Is what gets us through, and circumstances can't change that.
1: Mm, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So specifically the Daniel three passage, which I'm going to read you right now because I think it's a good stepping off point yes. to talk about life application. Um, they say to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. And what's cool is, you know, that image of gold that we have set up in that example is you know, an idol, but an actual physical right. idol. But I think if we apply it to, to modern, uh, understanding of an idol and of a, of an image of gold, it could be, um, finances, it can be our health, it can be, uh, our status, you know? And yeah. I think that's a great, a great life application, um, yeah, that's the kind of faith God calls us to have. And I suspect that's a little bit of what you'd like people to take away uh, in, yeah. in this song as exactly. far as the ministry of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, what? You know, whatever the case may be, whether it's a uh, health issue, financial, family, you know, anything in life, is what sometimes we'll say we're believing God for something. And yeah. when that doesn't come to pass... You know, do we take a step back and say, "Okay, am I simply believing in God for what I want, or mm. am I really going to say that He is enough?" You know, do I believe in a God who's like a genie in a bottle? I'm going to rub His tummy and He gives me what I want. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. Or can I really say that, regardless of my circumstances, that He is enough? He is our hope. He is our end goal, and that's difficult to live yeah. that way. You know, especially you know when you're you're facing down some things in life, you know, health issues. Um, you know, th- those are some of, sometimes the first things that come to mind. You know, health issues that we'd rather not be yeah. dealing with. Um, you know, it, it, is the outcome that we want kind of an idol we set up? I don't know how that works for everybody. You know, I'd hope not. I hope that our end goal is Christ alone.
1: Uh, no amen to that and uh, I actually just pulled up our previous discussion because I as I mentioned I've done a number of these with the band over the year but you and I spoke about the hurt and the healer which is interesting because it's kind of a similar um, ministry song different different place uh, right for Bart, But you shared with me in that um, discussion that Romans 12 uh, was your life verse Romans 12 1 about being a living sacrifice um, right and I think that applies here too, because, you know, as we think about uh, living our lives as a living sacrifice, that means living dependent on God, uh, living dependent on him being our, our source and our, our great um, planner who knows what's, uh, how basically Roman date 28 is gonna work uh, and that all things are being, you know, used for good, even the things we don't understand. And I feel like that's such an aspect of of what your guys' ministry has done over the years, which is how can you meet people where they are in a place of um, um, despair or maybe feeling like they've lost hope and remind them of the hope Jesus calls us to have, which is not based on our circumstances. And I I feel like, once again, that's what what this song does. Uh, In in an emotional, uh, obviously very catchy way, uh, and, and, you know, Tim is, is very gifted with that. Um, <laughs> and I think, I think, um, as a stepping off point, um, because people, you know, now can get the whole record. How would you like people to, what, what main themes would you like people to be listening for in uh lifer?
0: We actually had right after welcome to the new came out. Um, we had about a month of a buffer and then we headed straight out into a tour to support that Mm. record and so literally within about three or four months of welcome to the new coming out we actually had a discussion of well now what Mm. because welcome to the new was such it was such a for for some of us in the band and that's part of the richness of this whole season is that we weren't all in the same place but for some of us Mm. in the band it was a realization of what christ has actually done for us the grace is a real thing you know, and so it, we had a lot of discussions. Like, well, it seems like people were willing to follow us with what we were going through. So now, now what? What do we do? What's our response mm. now? And so that led into this new album, Lifer, um, and kind of the springboard for it is we wanted it to be a record about victory. Yeah. Um, and you know, when you start talking that way, that it can get a little thin, if that makes sense. You know, just. Yep. Hey, clap your hands, everybody, you know, God is good kind of thing. And we certainly hope people walk away with that. But for the reason, for the purposes of Christ is our ultimate hope, that's where our victory lies. And Mm -hmm. so we went through this whole process of writing this record about victory and then have some moments kind of punch us in the face. And a song like Even If comes out of the middle of all this. And so I hope when people are listening to the record, they understand that yes, it's a it's a record about victory, but our victory is in what Christ has already accomplished for us. So yeah, I hope that's what okay. they walk away with.
1: No, oh, that's awesome. Well, I uh, I look forward to weaving that into you know my narrative <clears throat> relative to the, the track and and the record. And uh, you know, thanks again for being a partner. This will be like number eight hundred and. 20 in my series and number three, (laughs) just so you know, number three in my series was God with us. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, you know, right from the beginning uh, you guys have been there with me in the 10 years I've been doing this and you you guys have been doing this a little longer than 10. So um, (laughs) yeah, always, always great to partner with you guys and excited to share this story, maybe see you guys out on the road again and, uh, and then circle back and touch on another track uh, down the line. Absolutely. uh, yeah. Um, and I, I was actually asked to ask you one quick thing about um the extended Cracker Barrel edition. What would you like people to uh, yes. be listening for as far as, as that goes?
0: Well, when you go in to get your uh, grilled chicken tenderloins and uh <laughs> yes. hash brown casserole. Yeah. Yeah, you can get our record. We we actually haven't in the past done a whole lot of partnering and exclusive editions of our record. We haven't done a whole lot of that and uh I don't know. It, this opportunity with Cracker Barrel came along, and we had a, a a couple extra songs left over from writing on the record, and it seemed like uh, we have been covering His Eyes on the Sparrow on the road for a long time, and so we did a version mm-hmm. of that and uh, put it on there, and it, yeah, it seemed like a good fit. We um, we actually, on when we're on the road on Sundays, and if we're playing at a church and we can't load in early in the morning, we have uh, what we affectionately call Cracker Barrel Sunday. And nice. we all get up early. We we park the bus in the back and go in and have breakfast at Cracker Barrel. So we 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 have an affinity for Cracker Barrel. We like it.
1: So it was <laughs> it was about time for you guys to to have a, a special Cracker Barrel edition. Um, yeah, which is kind of cool because um, his eyes on the sparrow being on there, and then the other tracks are a little hope and sing. So you can only get those yes. from that edition. Is that is that the idea? That's right. That's okay. right. Yeah.
0: Got right.
1: it. I'll make sure yeah. i include that as well. So, uh, yeah, because I agree with you. I think that's – by the way, you, you named exactly what I ordered at Cracker Barrel, so that's perfect. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, and also the biscuits. I have to say the biscuits. Well, make it in there uh In some true. level, uh, whether it's breakfast or whatever. So, that's
0: Well, right. thank
1: you, as always. Great to chat. Um, look forward to getting this up in the next few weeks, and I'll send it back your you guys' way.
0: Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you very much.
1: All right. Thanks, Nathan. Take
0: care.
1: All right. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye.